when we blame other people, I'm the victim, I'm at the mercy of everything and everyone, we're blaming versus looking at cause and effect, what's happening that's creating the situation that's causing me to feel this way, that's harming me in whatever ways that it is, and what can I do? Now that I understand the sequence of events that led me to this moment, what can I do to create the outcomes that I want? Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today we're going to be talking about cause and effect, bridging the gap between blame and acknowledgement. This is an often touchy topic for people, understandably so, and I want to begin by addressing blame. Blame is putting the weight and responsibility on somebody. It is often used in a heavy and contractive way. It is often used in a negative way, and it can be used to bypass taking responsibility for the things that are happening in our lives. It can be a way to avoid looking at what at what's hard and what hurts, a way to avoid doing whatever needs to be done to deal with what's happening. And instead, we point at someone or something else and we say, it's their fault. It's the fault of X, Y, and Z. And this is not a form of taking personal responsibility. And the difference between blame and cause and effect is the acknowledgement of what happened and the consequences of that from a productive place where we are taking ownership. Things can happen to us, things can happen in our lives that can be an effect of someone else's cause, meaning someone else did or said something and that had an effect on us. When we come at that situation and that person with blame, we are angry, we are often triggered and reactive, we tend to feel like we don't want to deal with what's going on and we want someone else or something else to be responsible for it in a way that puts all the responsibility on them and not on us. This is a very tempting reaction to the things that are hard or are triggering to us or that we don't like. And even if maybe the cause of the effect that we're dealing with was us, we got something wrong, we said something wrong, we forgot to do something, something went wrong, when it was our responsibility, we will still seek to blame. We will seek to blame the system. We will seek to blame other people. We will seek to blame something that takes that burden of responsibility off of us. And the reason that we do that is often our core wounds, our childhood, even adult traumas, where we learned that it was unsafe to be wrong, to make mistakes, that if something is our fault, it means something about us as a person, that it actually doesn't. If something is our fault, it means the effect came from our cause. It does not mean that we are a crappy human being. It does not mean that we are unlovable at our core. It doesn't mean that we are a dumb idiot or whatever else our core wound stories might say. It literally means none of that. It simply means we put a cause into motion that had an effect. And that effect is a consequence of whatever happened. And consequence in and of itself is a very touchy word for people. I know that it was for me for a long time, this idea that if I didn't do something, 
that someone else wanted me to do, there would be a consequence. And I remember having a conversation with a dear friend at the time who helped me understand that a consequence was simply something that happens as a result of other things happening. We assign that meaning and negativity to the idea of consequences because we're afraid, because other people may have been abusive or toxic or unkind or harmful towards us as part of the consequence. We have been shamed. We have been told that we're a disappointment and the the weight of that seeps into us and reinforces whatever our core wound is that says, I'm unlovable. Something's wrong or broken in me. I'm not whatever enough. And we use consequences and the effects of causes that we put into motion as evidence that, see, I am worthless. I am unlovable. I am whatever it might be. Fill it in the blank with your core wound. The freedom that comes with understanding consequences are simply a result of things happening because of other things that happened. Sometimes that's hard. Sometimes there's loss. Sometimes we, quote unquote, get in trouble, meaning we have to bear the responsibility. We have to face and deal with the consequences. Somebody's hurt. Somebody's upset. Somebody was affected by the cause that we put into motion for whatever reason that we did. So we have to take ownership of that effect. But because of our interpretations, the meaning that we assign, our core wound stories, our own trauma triggers, our tendency to blame or avoid or play the victim, we're not able to just be with the experience for what it is and navigate through it as we need to. And that's what I want us to get to in this episode is that blaming ourselves, making consequences mean that we are a crappy, horrible person who doesn't deserve anything, putting blame on other people as a way to bypass responsibility or simply because we want them to feel bad or we want them to feel like a piece of crap. None of that's okay. (laughs) None of that moves us towards the things that we want. None of that supports us in living our fullest expression and creating the most aligned life. And it certainly does not give us the freedom that we think it does. If I point to them or that over there and say, it's their fault, I might think that I'm free and clear, but I'm not. I really don't have the freedom or the leverage to create what I want in my life because I am constantly seeking to avoid responsibility. Personal responsibility has been one of the core pillars of my value system as well as the work that I do. My very, very first ever freebie opt-in offer was the nine words that will forever transform your life or the one single question that will ever forever transform your life. And we'll actually, we'll link to that in the show notes. It's a pretty darn good freebie that I came up with early, early on. My very first website, the very first months and years that my company was out online and in the world, we use this opt-in offer and it was the question to ask yourself no matter what happens, which is what did I do to allow this to happen? The very important caveat here is that this is not to say that we cause abuse or harm or assault, or these horrific, abusive things that can happen to us as people. This is not about blame. This is not about saying, it's my fault. It's not about that, even with 
be less harmful things. Taking ownership is about looking at two things. First, the conditions that created this outcome and your role inside those conditions. We're leaving out abusive relationships. There are ways that this can come into play, but it can be very easy, too easy to gaslight ourselves, to blame ourselves, to make ourselves wrong for things that we are not responsible for. So if you're trying to apply this to those bigger things, please know that that is a much bigger and more nuanced conversation. And it is important to have trauma support for that. For everything else, we are looking at the conditions that allowed this outcome to occur, these effects to be caused these, whatever it is, consequences to happen as a result of things happening. We're looking at the circumstances, the container, the situation that allowed this to come to be, and we're trying to find our role inside of that. Why do we do that? Not to make ourselves feel like a piece of crap, not to blame and beat ourselves up, but to take ownership. If we don't like the outcomes that we're experiencing, Taking responsibility for them is not about blaming ourselves, not about making ourselves feel shitty, not about reinforcing our core wounds. It's about what did I do to allow this to happen? What was my role in this? And if it's something that we had no role in, if a tornado blows through our town and we don't even live in Tornado Alley, our question then becomes, how do I take ownership from here? What am I going to do with this in the aftermath of this? How am I going to choose to feel about it? What do I need to do to process my feelings about it? What meaning do I want to make from this that is productive and supports me in creating what it is that I want in my life, in rebuilding and solving the crisis or whatever it may be? Personal responsibility and taking true ownership is such a powerful practice and it can be easier in certain situations that, uh, than others. So we can learn to take ownership for, I didn't leave early enough to beat the morning traffic. That's on me. I need to start getting up earlier. I need to get out the door by this time. Whereas it can be really difficult for us to take ownership if the boss is losing their mind at work and we have a fear of authority or we have old traumas and attachment wounds where we feel viscerally that we're going to get in trouble that we're going to lose our job and that's going to lose lead to losing our partner and that's going to lead to nobody respecting us and we're going to end up living on the streets broke and homeless and, and whatever it might be, the spiral that happens when we're triggered, it's really hard in situations that are scary for us to take that ownership. But taking responsibility, if everyone can do that especially, is such a collaborative solutions-oriented mindset and way of living. So I'm a big, big advocate for this. In order to really, truly take responsibility, we have to stop blaming. We have to stop blaming ourselves when we take ownership. And we have to stop blaming other people. We have to stop doing it from this tearing down. Whoever is to blame is an idiot. They're responsible. They deserve bad consequences versus just consequences, just dealing with the consequences and working to find solutions to create what it is that we want. So we have to stop blaming. And we also have to be able to shift where we normally place blame into cause and effect. I did this, 
and that happened. They said this, and they felt that way. Cause and effect. We do something that has an effect. We do things, there is a consequence. Things happen as a result of the things that we say and do. Sometimes those are expansive consequences. We get a raise, we get celebrated, we meet the love of our life, we make amends with our parents, whatever it might be. And sometimes there are contractive consequences. We lose our job, we lose the contract, the partner leaves us. Consequences are inherently without meaning or interpretation. They are just what is happening as a result of other things happening. But you can see, probably, even in me saying these situations that you may never have experienced, the meaning that we assign to them. Oh, your partner left you. You're a loser. You you effed up. You whatever it might be. This just proves that I'm unlovable and whatever else when all that happened is the effect of a cause that got put into motion is the partner left. The job came to an end. Whatever it might be. All that happened is what happened. And so we will link, as always, to the What Really Happened book, which is one of my favorite books that I've created because it is one of my favorite concepts to work with. It gives us tremendous freedom and leverage to stop interpreting everything that happens. I want to share a couple of stories to differentiate between cause and effect and blame. And the first is a story that I only learned about this last year or this year, which is the story of the only one of me and my sisters to be dropped to have a big fall as a baby was me. And I rolled off of something high and I fell to the ground and I was mostly okay. But, you know, as a baby, you're jarred easily by everything. And I started crying. My mom rushed over and started breastfeeding me. And when I was told this story, I said, maybe this is why I always had emotional eating problems, genuinely reflecting on the cause and effect that could have been put into play by that moment when all that was open was my subconscious mind. I had no ability to verbally discuss this with my mother for how, with how small I was, to understand what had happened, to soothe myself in any other way, to make sense of it. And these experiences that we have as children, they imprint on us. They affect us in some way. And I remember saying this and there being a reaction at the table of, oh, sure, blame the parents. And it wasn't blame. And there are certainly times that as adults, especially as we work to heal our stuff, we want to blame our parents. We want to blame our caretakers. We want to blame whoever it is that we can point to and say, it's their fault that I'm this way. It's their fault that XYZ happened, that I turned out the way that I did. Me pointing at one of my parents and saying, it's, it's your fault that I emotionally eat throughout my life. It's your fault that I got into the wrong relationships and have these issues. It's not blame when we acknowledge the cause and effect of things. And if we are so afraid to acknowledge cause and effect because we think it means blame of ourselves or other people, it's really hard for us to start to do the intellectual work of healing and making sense of our experiences and how we feel about them, and then pairing that with the processing work. If I'm so afraid of offending people that they're going to take me pointing out cause and effect as blame, 
I might never go down that process. I might never have a conversation with them about it. If I'm so afraid of looking at something from a lens of cause and effect because it means that I'm to blame for something, I won't look. I won't do the healing work. So that's one example. Another example is we recently let go of someone on our team, someone who we had given a lot of support to, a lot of opportunities to learn, to a lot of conversations about what wasn't working and what we needed, and very, very specifically, how can we support you to make this work? What needs to change with the system or the process so that we can all get the outcomes that we want, we can all be happy, and we can make this work for the long term? And unfortunately, despite those efforts and despite those conversations, we had to let this person go. And I am all about honesty and transparency and left this particular person an honest review. And they were very unhappy about that. And I believe their exact words were something to the effect of, I don't know what you gain from hindering my ability to make a living. I was really struck by that comment because it wasn't my fault that they got the review that they did. It was cause and effect. If you do poor quality work and don't deliver what you've committed to delivering over and over again, despite opportunities where the other party is willing to shift things to support you how you need it, how is it someone's fault that now your ratings are lower? Cause and effect. And the power in situations like this of cause and effect is you get to take ownership. And that doesn't mean that the situations that we're taking ownership in don't feel crappy and suck. I can certainly look at relational experiences, past work experiences where I was the not great contractor, where I didn't show up and deliver the way that I was supposed to. And I never blamed the other person for that. I had a very natural inclination to take personal responsibility anyways, but also I understood before really having language for it, cause and effect. If I don't meet a deadline, if I do something, and here's an example where I failed, and I take that responsibility despite having a team where we took a website live and somewhere in the process it was missed that the little box that says do not index the site for search engines was still checked, which means that client's traffic, which was great traffic, tanked, stopped. Never happened before in our business, never happened after that. I spoke with my team and I ultimately took ownership of that. What was the consequence of that? What was the effect of that cause that we, I, put into motion? We got fired. We gave a hefty partial refund. Nowhere in that was me boo-hooing that my team was to blame. My team is a bunch of idiots. I knew I could never trust them. The client shouldn't have reacted that way. The client should be happy because we did X, Y, and Z. The client is being dramatic. The client is bleeding me dry by asking me for a refund. Cause and effect. When you can see things as cause and effect, you're not interpreting because if you're doing anything more than feeling the raw emotions that comes with those causes and effects, if you're telling stories about it, if you're making it mean things about you or other people, if you're pointing the finger to blame either inwardly or outwardly, you're interpreting. You're 
likely activating your winning strategy because you want to stay safe, secure, and successful and find love and belonging. You're not taking ownership. And in the moments where we have cause and effect and the consequence of that is contractive, we get fired, we get the bad review, we lose the partner, we hurt the friend, we lose the money, whatever it might be. There's such a huge opportunity to learn and grow. And we don't like those opportunities because they suck, especially when we're the one who put the cause into motion that created that effect, an effect that we don't want, a consequence that is unfortunate and contractive. But if we can look at the world through the lens of cause and effect and we stop interpreting everything, we feel our feelings always, always, always. If I'm bummed that I got fired and I'm stressed that I lost that money, I feel the raw emotion of those feelings, but I don't bypass it. I don't use blame as a defense mechanism to take all of that uncomfortable emotion off of me. Blaming can be a way of bypassing. Whereas I can say, what did I do to allow this to happen? Somewhere in my company's process, something went wrong. I can ask my team questions without blaming anybody, without threatening anybody, without making anyone feel stupid, without beating myself up. Where did the system fail? What are we going to learn from this? Let's not do that again because that sucked. Cause and effect shifts the way that we view and interpret experiences because we're not interpreting them. We're not assigning meaning to them and making it mean something about me, other people, or the world. And so even in those situations where we're piecing something together, and I've seen this difference with the way other people talk about stuff with their parents from childhood, where it's it's my parents' fault. They never did this or that for me. I'm so angry at them. And you can be angry for your upbringing. You can be angry for the experiences that you went through. You can have grief. You can have sadness. But when you blame, you're trying to throw that onto somebody else when really it's cause and effect. Because our parents, our caretakers, our attachment figures, are and were always doing the best they could, even if their best was far from okay or acceptable. That was the best that they could do in that moment. Do we think they could have done better? Sure, looking back. They were who they were in that moment. Whatever happened had the impact on you that it did. That's cause and effect. And when we look at things from a a place of cause and effect, then we can work with them. So I can say, oh, wow, what a great piece of information. Maybe my issues all these years with emotional eating came from that. Can I do some process work? Can I do some acupressure? Now that I have that little tidbit that I can work with, I can piece it together. Whereas I'm not blaming. It's not my mom's fault. It's not my parents' fault. It's not whoever's fault. It's not my fault. It's cause and effect. And the things that we experience have an impact on us, have a consequence, an effect. When we can really see things through that lens, then we can start to create different outcomes because we can take responsibility. What did I do to allow this to happen? And if there was nothing that I did because I was a small baby, because a rare and historic tornado blew through wherever I live that never has tornadoes, what am I going to do from this point on? What am I going to do with this information? How am I going to learn from it, grow from it, integrate it so that I can produce the outcomes that I want? So cause and effect. Start to 
notice where you, you have that impulse to blame yourself or other people. And how is that serving you? What do you think that you're gaining by doing that? And what are you actually bypassing? Is it the discomfort of having to look at where maybe you failed? Meaning you did not succeed? Things went awry? Things didn't turn out how you thought? The intention was there, but the impact was not what you meant? What can you learn from that so that you can grow and you can create different outcomes? And How can you take more ownership of your life and your experiences? When we do that, we remember that we have a lot of choice and control, and they are not always easy choices. I will give you that. We always have a choice. And we have to at least acknowledge that so that then we can start to move in the direction that we want to go. When we blame other people, I'm the victim. I'm at the mercy of everything and everyone. We're blaming versus looking at cause and effect. What's happening that's creating the situation that's causing me to feel this way, that's harming me in whatever ways that it is, and what can I do? Now that I understand the sequence of events that led me to this moment, what can I do to create the outcomes that I want? How can I take ownership without blaming myself then? How can I stop interpreting everything that happens and just look at the cause and effect and learn and grow from it? These are big challenging questions. If you have trauma around getting in trouble, around being blamed, around whatever it might be, please consider process and acupressure work. We will link to resources in the show notes below and just start to notice cause and effect. What is the cause and what is the effect? What is the consequence without automatically assuming that that's negative and bad? Cause and effect. And how can I take ownership in this moment? What can I do to create different outcomes now that I can see the cause and effect and understand it? And how can I start seeing when people point at me and say, this happened because you did that? How can you look at it through the lens of cause and effect? I did do that. Here's the outcome. I see that. That didn't happen the way that I thought it would or wanted it to. How can I look at the causes I'm putting into motion to change that? Nowhere in there does that say that you are a crappy human being who doesn't deserve anything. So notice the interpretations. That's what I have for you today, and I will be back soon with another episode. 